0: I might cut that out. That makes me sound like an asshole. Well, and mine
1: c- sounded like an asshole too. Like we'll cut both. What man. did I say? Okay. We're,
0: we're two little angels that yeah, you never exactly. do either of those. Things. Yeah, <laughs> you told him to <laughs> run out of, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of here.
1: <laughs> oh no. Uh. I forget how to. And like I feel like your voice is better for it.
0: Hello and welcome (laughs) back. (laughs) Well now I'm self-conscious about my voice.
1: Well say off. Hello nerd.
0: Thank you for joining us once again. (laughs) The Off Five podcast. Podcast about the Office.
1: Are you still watching The Office? Because if you are, this is the podcast for you.
0: You're listening to NPR. No, you're listening to Nathan, that's my name.
1: And Addie, that's my name.
0: And this is a podcast uh, where we go through all the episodes of The Office. If you're first joining us, first time, welcome.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: Have a seat and let us talk to you about episode 12 from season 2, The Injury, aka My Grilled Foot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, My Grilled Foot, that which was-, was kind of a weird name that they wanted to name it, but then they were like, no one's going to watch this. Because it's
0: like my left foot. Oh. But whereas Daniel Day-Lewis was able to do a ton of things with a disability, a true disability in his left foot, Michael Scott is able to do no things with a not disability.
1: With a cooked foot. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, the injury. So, for this episode and all of our episodes we like to start off with a category called the finer things club where we talk about the things that we liked about the office
0: well first i like to do the wikipedia
1: oh yeah that's right okay wikipedia
0: in the episode michael scott accidentally burns his foot on his george foreman grill but insists on coming to work anyway when none of his employees except for dwight schrute help him michael feels underappreciated meanwhile dwight starts acting strangely nice to everyone, especially Pam Beasley.
1: Because he has a concussion.
0: And as everyone knows, main symptoms of concussion, you get nice, you're really clever and funny, you know a lot about iPod knockoffs, um, still loyal, but you don't finish your sentences.
1: Yeah. Have you,
0: have you seen the handouts?
1: <laughs> yeah. the You mean the um, the handouts on concussions? When your friend has a concussion, who should you call?
0: Yeah, and who should say that's what she said? The person who usually says it or your friend with a concussion?
1: Probably the concussion.
0: Yeah, that's appropriate. Do you hear the train? Mm
1: -hmm. That's nice.
0: You hear the crickets? Yeah. That'll be great if one of our jokes doesn't land. (laughs) Great Scott Productions and Trivia. This episode was written by our friend Mindy Kaling.
1: What's her favorite episode that she wrote?
0: Little Miss Kelly Kapoor. And it was directed by Brian Gordon who had a big part in the show uh, Party Down, which I really like.
1: I've never seen it. What's his name? Brian Gordon?
0: Brian Gordon. Hmm. What a generic name.
1: Yeah, that is. That's such a frat boy name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally. The injury was originally conceived by Greg Daniels because he wanted a humorous follow-up to Booze Cruise, and who could blame him? Although Booze Cruise was also quite humorous.
1: Yeah, but... This episode was kind of out of character. Like some of the characters were acting kind of funky, while well, Michael and Dwight. And I think it in this point in the season they really needed this like comedic relief. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they put this after Bruce Cruz because this one's intense.
0: Al- yeah, this one's light.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's it's like a salad. Yeah,
0: like a funny salad, which
1: is good because I had a chicken fried steak for dinner.
0: Oh. You need a salad.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad to be watching this, especially after booze Cruise.
0: Yes. And uh, we don't talk about the critical reaction at the time usually, but for this one, it received acclaim. Yeah. It widespread. Was
1: the highest rated episode for, at that time, um, of The Office.
0: Fans say it's one of the greatest
1: and let's see what we say john krasinski's like favorite scene ever was being in the van really yeah and in general he said it was like an honor to be part of that moment
0: he's never been in a van before or since
1: i know and it's weird because that moment to me it felt so chaotic and like not fun so it's weird that like I guess being behind the scenes and like getting to like spray Michael and Dwight. Maybe he just in the has face.
0: a fetish for spraying. Yeah,
1: I know. It's like why are you? It's
0: like any <laughs> any scene where he gets to spray people, he's down for which and, he and he's got like, to a lot this yeah, episode. He's not an adult film star, so he doesn't yeah. get to spray people as much as
1: That's true. Some people do. That's true. But or a I clown. Mean, I don't know if you've seen a quiet place, but I mean again with the spraying it's like Oh really? Does, no. <laughs> he, does he
0: does he like do any spit takes?
1: No, I don't. Not that I know. Of. I haven't seen the deleted scenes though. Do
0: you know really, in the, the Quiet Place if you're just trying to? I mean, it's a dark, uh, scary time. But if you're just always trying to crack up your friends, because then they'd get killed, right?
1: Yeah. That yeah. would
0: be like the most dangerous game. Yeah. you you have like a lot of reasons not to laugh, so it'd be kind of like
1: shut yeah. up, and you'd yeah. be like,
0: you be like, and then they'll be like, Shh. and you're just like pantomiming. You're like becoming like a modern day Charlie Chaplin, aka. A serial killer. Like, I'm not saying Charlie Chaplin was, but if you were as funny as Charlie in Chaplin Quiet with, without talking in the reality of Quiet Place, you'd be like the most dangerous person.
1: That's good to keep in mind for when I'm like stuck in that alternate reality. Yeah. It's really weird.
0: Yeah. Cause then they're like annoying you and you're like, well, I can't just kill them because that might be noisy. But, but what I if I could. just, what if I make them laugh from a distance? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Tripped over <laughs> banana peel. Oh my and then God. I didn't see the movie, but guessing that's how it went.
1: It is pretty much. You kind of got the whole plot. Great. Great. (laughs) Scott. Productions is over.
0: That's what that was. Now? Yes.
1: On to... Well, I don't... Apparently, I don't know the order of the segments that we do.
0: Next, Next segment is the first segment we do each time, which is the Finer Things Club.
1: The Finer Things Club, where we talk about the things that we liked.
0: The exclusive moments that we've noticed yes
1: yes um so i mean right off the bat i really liked the original call that michael places to pam um and puts it on speaker so everyone can hear him yeah yelling and then you just know that the episode is gonna be it's off to a great start yeah
0: because these are the stakes yeah actually the stakes get raised when dwight gets a medical concussion
1: yes exactly and the steaks are actually just feet being grilled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, medium rare.
1: <laughs> Look pretty well done to me. They didn't
0: make any like grilling temperature jokes, did they? No. I guess it's low-hanging fruit.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we will go for it.
0: It's like, yeah, to burn your foot, that's pretty rare um, on a grill. Yeah. Because you take it off so quickly.
1: That's rare. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like that, yeah. and then everyone's
0: like, huh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, I liked Dwight carrying all those aloe vera and creams when they walk in.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: He's he's so prepared. Yeah. Where do you think those came from? Do you think they stopped on the way or does Michael just have those or did Dwight have them in the car? They don't seem like very Dwight-ish.
1: Yeah, I feel like they stopped somewhere on the way because they had to get toilet paper anyway. Mm. So probably Walgreens or something.
0: Had to clean him up. Yeah. <laughs> A little. <laughs> oh, God.
1: There's just so many things that Michael says in this episode that I thought. I wrote down God willing. Because when he's, like, talking about, like, heck, <laughs> yes. like getting better, God willing. Um, country crock, like, trying to rub butter on. I'm so sick of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah.
0: What is up with that?
1: I, yeah, it's like, why would you ever say that about Charles Entertainment Cheese? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who could get sick of that?
1: Yeah, exactly. And on the cheese note, um, I loved when Toby and Ryan are eating cheese sticks. And Ryan just is going for it just eating it and
0: that's a very ryan thing to do it is because i think pointed out before ryan a lot of his character traits are saying no to childish things he's not going to engage in the whimsy that is eating string cheese
1: i know and he's not going to how do i put this oh he's like kind of a rebel without a cause Mm -hmm. so like anything like little like that That he can kind of rebel against what the norms are. He's going to do it just to be cool.
0: Especially on a day like today where he's very put upon.
1: Yeah, exactly. And later on we'll be seeing him wearing a fedora, which is another act of rebellion.
0: Or suspenders or or hipster glasses.
1: Yeah, who knows.
0: He's a little rebel. I really liked that Michael doesn't wear a tie in this episode. He looks so much better. Ties are the dumbest thing on earth unless it's like a skinny tie and you're wearing it out in the evening. Ties during the day are Dumb.
1: I was actually listening to um, something on NPR about a study that was done about men who wear ties and like the blood circulation not getting to their head. And so there's this one CEO of a company who like hired an outside um, consulting, you know, research company, and they came up with a conclusion like, we're banning ties from the offices. And then they had somebody else, you know, from, as NPR does, the opposite yeah. point pro, of view. Pro tie. Yeah, pro-tie guy from um, GQ. And he was like, well, if you're wearing a tie that's too tight, then obviously your shirt is the wrong size. It was like, because it's like, actually, that's what's cutting off yeah. your circulation.
0: When the shirts are too tight at the top.
1: And the tie shouldn't be that tight.
0: So. No, the tie should be loosened, like half... A couple inches down, and you kind of tug on it, and then you like talk about how little respect you get.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You look kind of like a little bit disheveled, and you're like, oh, rah, 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 like all day. <laughs> like, come, come into this meeting. Yeah. You're not doing very well at work. But, oh, rah, 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 rah,
1: yeah, like right after that story on NPR, I like just Googled Mitch McConnell's neck and like <laughs> was like, wow, how does he get it? In how,
0: Ty- he going, how does a tie How does a tie even touch him without vomiting? He-
1: <laughs> Okay, let's not alienate our Republican listeners.
0: <laughs> hey, Republican listeners. You're now alienated. <laughs> Sorry if that alienates you or whatever. Or whatever. Um, I really like the Prism Duro sport, which mm. cheap-ass Roy got Pam instead of an iPod. Yeah. I guess it's better than a sweater or something.
1: She should have just kept that iPod that she had.
0: But then she wouldn't have got the the teapot. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I think she could have gotten that for free later when her and Jim are married.
1: Yeah, true.
0: <laughs> well, they we still had to get it from Dwight somehow. <laughs> yeah, they would have. Um, when
1: he had a concussion or something.
0: You know, Michael has crutches already, too.
1: He just had those laying around just in case. He, I like how he's wearing sweatpants, too.
0: I like to think it was from one of his characters. And <laughs> he chose to buy rather than rent like the sumo suits.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And now it's paying off.
1: And then he like brings in a whole um sleeping bag that he just unzips and he just sets up in the conference room
0: he is having like a home sick day but with the attention of the office he doesn't want to be alone
1: yeah that's the only reason that he i mean if you do have a foot injury like that just stay home use your sick time
0: yeah what's more severe a foot injury or a head injury
1: um a head injury
0: I love how quickly he answers that. A head injury.
1: (laughs) Well, you don't have all the information. Well, a
0: concussion isn't as serious as like having your foot mangled by a train. Bloody
1: stump of a foot.
0: (laughs) Like in general, your head's more.
1: I guess that's true. If they're
0: like equal severity, sure.
1: Yeah, but you're right. If you like, I mean, I guess you can't really compare like you just bump your head as you're getting out of your car or something versus like gangrene on your foot. Yeah, yeah.
0: And they're like, well, because a head injury could kill you. And it's like, oh, my all my blood is coming out of my foot. Is that going to kill me too?
1: So you're on Michael's side on this one, not yeah, the th- doctor. Yeah, I'm saying
0: that the foot is the the most valuable part of the body. <laughs> and that's why you when you bike, you wear a helmet on your foot.
1: Yeah, I only wear it, though, on one foot.
0: Whichever one you like best.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Because I'm more of like a, a left a left foot thinker. Yeah. And Dwight's face when he says... I want Michael to take me.
1: Oh, that's actually really endearing. He has a
0: lot of faces actually.
1: Yeah, he's being really sweet this episode, which he is almost weird. cries. Yeah, it is weird for a um concussion though. Is that how people like, are those real symptoms?
0: I guess you could have like some emotional deregulation. You can yeah. get all weepy, but I don't think the like being quick witted you know like having i don't think you get a sense of humor from that like you might people might find you funny yeah but it wouldn't be like you're cracking jokes
1: yeah like i was after i got my wisdom teeth out
0: pretty pretty funny
1: yeah but i wasn't quick-witted funny it was like more like
0: but that wasn't from having the wisdom teeth out. that was from the drugs exactly so could could we get some more of those is what i'm saying and you could be on the podcast for one of those and we'll just see how it goes (laughs)
1: that's exactly what i said when i got out of my wisdom teeth Surgery. I was like,
0: I'd like to take these every day.
1: Mom, you have to get me more of these. <laughs>
0: that, that's that's uh, a <laughs> drug seeking behavior, right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the warning signs. <laughs> it's when you're like, Yeah, the uh, could I get my wisdom teeth out one more time? Yeah, exactly. For the drugs but you don't,
1: there's no wisdom teeth, so just put me under.
0: Yeah, just doc Just give me the drugs, put my wisdom teeth back in, and we'll take them out next time. More <laughs> drugs, of course.
1: Um, I also liked when Michael is talking about disabilities and. What does Phyllis say that she has? What's that? Spine? Scoliosis. Scoliosis. And, and he's like, I'm talking about a real disability, not a woman's trouble. Not a
0: woman's trouble, dude. <laughs>
1: a woman's trouble. And
0: then Creed was in an iron lung.
1: How old are you, man? And then Creed's face, like classic Creed, just like disbelief that he would even like. like
0: yeah. Not quite funny. as. Yeah. Not uh,
1: as quite as bad as like when they're going through the suggestion box. Yeah. but still pretty good uh Uh, do you have anything else for finer things
0: um i have one more i think like like the crashing sounds when michael's falling in the bathroom (laughs) i can't imagine how much fun it must have been for him to like act that out because like i don't even know how you make that much they they, like did a really good job because it's way too much noise but it's still not like pots and pans it's like still he's making the sound in the bathroom you know yeah, so it's for not like that It's like he he must have like been like shoving the like toilet paper dispenser onto the ground or something. But then also making those like those grunts.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: Ryan.
0: <laughs> he really wants... tell him
1: to bring a wet towel. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> I'm stuck between the toilet and the wall. That was oh so funny. God. Um, and then what was? Oh, my last one is. Uh, Michael's reason for going in the reason for a visit at the hospital bringing someone to the hospital.
0: Yeah. He wrote it down and then he asked. So he must have kind of known that wasn't right. Yeah. Otherwise he wouldn't have asked, right? Yeah. last thing I noticed was uh, when Michael's in the conference room there's just so many people. He's talking to his mom. Oh, also great that he's lying to his mom about a relationship. Yeah. We can get more into that. But when he's in there out of the like 12 people in the office, whatever, eight or nine people are standing up or walking somewhere in the background, which is not, it's a very sedentary job. They're all doing something. They're not like looking at the same thing. They're all just like background acting. Like, yeah. Everyone know, either was... be standing or walking somewhere, or pretend ki- to be having a conversation.
1: Yeah. That was kind of overkill. I don't know why they were doing that.
0: Yeah. It doesn't look like anyone was working. No. It was like, they're probably all walking around and being like... Watermelon, watermelon, meat and carrots, meat and carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Peas and carrots.
1: Oh yeah. That was kind of weird, but And I'd also who like to knows? talk about
0: the George Foreman grill.
1: I was wondering about that too. You're you're talking about like using the name. Oh, no. Oh. Well. But they, that was one of my questions.
0: They did use the name. Oh question.
1: Yeah, question. Why are they allowed to use the George Foreman name? I mean there's so many cultural references in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, especially during the meeting with, um, Billy Merchant and, you know, like all of those on the wall, I guess those are fine. Cause you know, but Fair how, years. how are they like able to do that? I guess it seems like a
0: bad advertisement two. for Foreman, but also like the way he's misusing it is so obscene, but also it's just more like, uh, you know, no, no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah. So I, I found some things about the George Foreman grill. Okay. It came out in 1994. Okay. George Foreman sponsored it. Okay. Endorsed it.
1: (laughs) And, And he was a boxer?
0: Yeah. And a griller. Master griller. Not really. But this is the main thing. It's a clamshell design which simultaneously heats the top and bottom of the food, eliminating the need to flip it. It's grooved, has a nonstick coating, and it has... Oh, I wanted to say, the lower heating surface is angled to allow melted fat and other fluids to drain through the grooves into a removable drip tray.
1: <laughs> Ew.
0: I just love the way that was written. That was like poetry. I was like Walt Whitman.
1: Yeah, that is so gross, though. Yeah. Uh, and you're... other fluids. Like do you like have white.
0: a... You don't want to know. <laughs> do you have a George Foreman?
1: No, I've never owned one or used one. I have one. Really? How much do those things go for on Amazon?
0: I have no idea because I got it at a thrift store because there are a million at every thrift store.
1: How how much did you get it for? Probably
0: like $3.
1: Wow. Um, how does it work?
0: Great. $3. <laughs> uh, so I don't use it for grilling, though. I use it as more like a...
1: To massage your feet?
0: Like a sandwich press
1: Oh, oh, actually, I could see it being a really good panini press. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I'll use it. I did use it for hot dogs a couple times. I don't use it for like grilling a steak or cooking a burger or anything like that. I don't think it's good for cooking meat like that. Yeah, that sounds sketchy. It's more like something you would make it, it's worse than making something in a skillet, but it is faster and it's clean, you know, like it, if you don't cook something with a lot of grease in it. Uh, so when my oven wasn't working for a little while, I was making hot dogs and stuff like that on there but for the most part it's just you know i i wouldn't be sad if i lost it
1: well i think it's a good panini press
0: yeah so it's offered in various sizes for cooking individual or multiple servings i have a really small one in 2006 though the george foreman next grilleration health grill was launched so i think you should look into one of those it features a detachable (laughs) grilling plate for easier cleaning which actually sounds like a good feature because that's a hard part
1: the next Grilleration.
0: It's kind of like Star Trek The Next Generation.
1: Well, in 2006, everyone was really into health. <laughs> I
0: was trying to make a quote off of Wayne's World. It's kind of like George Foreman, The Next grill In many ways, it's superior, but will never be as recognized as the first. <laughs> <laughs> I think I nailed that. Let's.
1: I think I nailed that.
0: Let's go, we got to make sure YouTube comes down to film this. The ways in which The Office is or is not like a documentary.
1: Well, back to that original call that Michael, uh, when Michael calls the office, you know, the call's not on a speaker at first, but you can still hear him talking. Mm-hmm. And how did the documentary crew know that he was going to call the, to tape the phone conversation?
0: Maybe Obama tapped their phones. Well, it was... Tapped the wires. What what year is it? 2005? 2006 is when it aired.
1: So it would have been W.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably the Freedom of Information Act. I'll yeah, them to get that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It
1: was the <laughs> freaking Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so that was one thing I noticed.
0: Well, from that same scene, you, I really like that they're not showing Michael. Because that's... In some other seasons, it's like they're at home with Michael. Like they right. knew something was going to happen, you know? Right.
1: That is a good point. And so... Like they it, happen
0: to be in the car when he hits Meredith?
1: Yeah. And it's funnier, like hearing him screaming in front of everybody who just gathers around and then you see like ryan like darting (laughs) in the background
0: and in case you were wondering whether or not he's going to make it into the office you know because they have like a flash forward where he's at the office talking about it so you already know he's going to be like at the office with his like bubble wrap and everything because they i think they show the bubble wrap but they show him at the office you know like, like if if two characters having a conversation and then they like cut away and someone's talking about what they were thinking oh it's obviously like they filmed it later and edited it in but this oh, one, i see it's more drastic because he's somewhere else but then they're cutting to like oh, later talking on talking about
1: uh, Sumi like when he's like oh yeah sue me i like to wake up too but yeah. since i don't have a butler
0: yeah because that's the yeah. only other option it is more likely that michael would have a butler than a girlfriend
1: <laughs> that's true because butlers just cost money Dwight. yeah But yeah, um, that is a good point. I didn't even think about that.
0: And I also really liked, I mean, it was kind of an interesting choice that the cameraman didn't go with Dwight to pick him up because you think like, this is the biggest thing that's happening. Should I just hang out at the office or go with, go see what's up? But they don't do that. The cameraman stays and then films Dwight crashing his car from the high up window.
1: Yeah. And like just runs over and doesn't see him actually crash it, but catches the um the sound effect of jim being like oh when he like mm-hmm. uh throws up on his car yeah yeah but um yeah the other thing i i noticed like that was something we haven't seen yet was at the hospital when they're going into the x-ray room and um michael has to take off his you know yeah equipment
0: the hospital staff refers to the camera directly yeah or like a up- about it which yeah. is
1: like really dramatic because um it goes silent you know mm-hmm. so that was a cool use of the documentary clip. it is
0: but they do it so much better in the episode where michael's leaving
1: oh yeah Let's and then it's all silent it. about that <laughs> that's so sad
0: i'm so glad you brought that one up because that's obviously a huge part of it and i forgot to write that down of my notes even though i thought it every time i was watching it uh but the other one i had was when Toby and Ryan are talking and Michael goes into the bathroom. It's just like filming them talking about the cheese. But when Michael falls, like you hear it and then the camera like whips over and is looking at the door. And you can hear him, but they obviously don't kick the door open. So it's like just like with the voicemail, it's like way funnier. Or not the voicemail, the speakerphone. But also it's really close. There's obviously only one camera. And the camera is kind of like jerking back and forth between the door and Ryan and Toby. It's especially really funny when it goes to Ryan's face and he says, go get Ryan. And he's just like shaking his head. No, and Ryan is like dead. Cool. Yeah. No,
1: he's not. I just saw him.
0: But it's kind of the opposite of what I was talking about in some of those other episodes where it's like the camera was already ready. Yeah. To go. This one, it's like just like filming. It was more like one of those early ones where... It was filming the like them washing their dish or something, and then has to whip over when someone walks in unexpectedly. Yeah, there's no way to expect that he was going to fall.
1: This was such a good episode for the documentary crew because there are so many good shots, and it was like very obvious but not obvious. You know, it was like subtly obvious that it's a documentary, which is really cool. It was really well directed. Yeah,
0: and. I I don't know if he directed episodes or just produced it, but I really like the way that Party Down is directed as well. So um, even though it's not a documentary, it's it's kinda like it's like an intimate style.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. With um, a lot of
0: energy still.
1: Yeah, I know it keeps the energy flow going. Mm-hmm. Um, even when the, it has that cut out, you know, like you were talking about, like cutting from interview. I mean, like Steve Carell's cutaway interviews though are so funny always especially in this episode because he's like on a roll um and he's getting to be like his true character like Mm -hmm. without just uninhibited
0: yeah should we talk about his character in our segment yes called do you think the world is crawling with phyllis's uh yeah so michael is so self-absorbed in this one in a way that's like kind of endearing it's like He's being annoying, but everything would be so boring if he weren't there. But, you know, he's like banging on the the door and on the blinds with his crutches.
1: Yeah. And telling Pam that her job is to be his friend. It's yes. <laughs> just like blatantly like self-absorbed. And <laughs> I think like Pam is kind of annoyed, but she just like will put up with it because it is kind of funny. And she probably thinks it's kind of funny too.
0: I like that Jim let her off the hook from having to deal with that phone conversation all by herself by putting it on speakerphone. Yeah, yeah. It like it made it like more fun. Yeah, because otherwise it was just him yelling at her.
1: Yeah, and that was another moment that the documentary crew picked up when Jim looks straight at the camera and is like, "You burned your foot on <laughs> a George Foreman grill." Can you say that a little louder?
0: <laughs> yeah, we find out in the deleted scenes that Jim also has a George Foreman grill. But he's never burned himself with it. No. Because he doesn't use it as a pillow. <laughs> there's some funny deleted scenes on this one.
1: But yeah, that that one um, about the butter.
0: Yeah, the line that cracked us up is when Oscar tells Michael he should put butter on his burn. And he goes, there's no need. It's nonstick. <laughs> <laughs> so in that way, it's kind of like an advertisement for the... You know, everything other than the him stepping on it is kind of... Uh, Good thing about the George Foreman grill. Like Jim has one. He's a likable guy. Oh, it can cook your food, have crackling bacon without the mess.
1: And like even stepping on it and that it clamps down is a good advertisement because
0: it cooked both sides of his foot at the same time without having to flip it over. With
1: nice grill marks too.
0: That's great. <laughs> That's I don't think that would happen either. Those aren't, the yeah, grill marks aren't they- that strong on
1: there.
0: <laughs> Did he still eat the bacon? Question.
1: Uh, my question was about the bacon too. Oh, yeah. Because why does he have like six strips of bacon? That's a lot. It's a lot of bacon, and he thinks it's good for.
0: It's him. good for him. It's a great way to start the morning. <laughs> when I eat bacon, I usually eat like one or two pieces. That's
1: what. Yeah, me too. I can only eat one. It's so rich. Yeah, well, I mean every the other morning stuff too. too? Like, every morning, like six strips of bacon. He's
0: got his six strips of bacon, his milk and sugar.
1: Ew! And can you imagine like waking up to that every morning? It's like your room would just smell like bacon all the time, like stale bacon.
0: Mm, stale
1: bacon or living room or wherever it is
0: stale bacon after be... all these years
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no it it had to be like right by his bed because he was getting up and like just stepped on it yeah what was your question about bacon
0: oh was it, like did it cook the bacon to his foot did he still eat the bacon
1: oh yeah Probably. well i mean Remember later on when they're doing... Was it Beach Day or something? When they, he like has his George Foreman grill and Ryan is like, is this the one you cooked your foot on?
0: Oh, that's uh, the bachelor party for for Bob Vance.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I remember. And, and, well, he's,
0: and he's cooking up steaks for the bachelor party. Oh, that's on right. On a George Foreman grill. Gross. Idiot. And he's and he's like, no, I cleaned it. <laughs> it's very easy to clean. I don't know something about it. I think I'm confusing that with something else. But the fact that he invites disabled property manager Billy Merchant there just to compare himself to him. To like first off give everyone a reason to feel sorry for disabled people. I think it was his first goal. And then second off to be like see
1: he's just like me.
0: Yeah. And like when he's he's like obviously unhappy with the way that that meeting is going, but he kind of goes into what he was gonna say if it had been going well which is we're not so different you and i (laughs) (laughs) Like you could tell that was gonna be like after everyone was like wow he really is like a brave hero and they would be like and also i'm like that as well
1: yeah that was classic season one michael like really just not being culturally sensitive or i guess it wouldn't be like sensitive to disabilities he's know, trying to be
0: really people. sensitive it's it's kind of like he does sometimes where he like overcompensates exactly Because he's like trying to be like he can't brush his teeth easily yeah it, it takes him more than 10 seconds
1: it's over overly sensitive but it comes off as just like um ignorant
0: yeah or like yeah when he asked him how he got in his wheelchair and then he says that, that happens, yeah that happens really fast I I feel like this could just be me, but like, I never, it didn't always occur to me that that's what he meant was when, how did you get put in a wheelchair? Yeah. Because of the way he says it and it's so fast, but like, obviously that's the intent because otherwise how could the intent be wrong? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I just didn't, the way he says it is kind of vague and quick.
1: Well, that whole meeting kind of goes by quickly.
0: That's true. It's only like a few questions involved. Yeah. And a lot of it he's not there for. Is this the first time... That we've seen the photos,
1: what photos?
0: The photos up that. Oh, that he a, normally for a meeting.
1: Yeah, I think so because I I there cla- wasn't one at this Diversity is a good Day. Tactic that he uses a lot.
0: Yeah, and this big photo is going to be there for years and years. Keep coming out of the box <laughs> for every time.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I don't
0: know if it's there during a uh, prison mic, <laughs> but it's there for a lot of them. <laughs> Definitely there for the. For I the, like the fat one. And
1: why is Tom Hanks up there? And then Ryan. Twice.
0: Yeah, yeah. that was a nice little bonding moment with Jim and Ryan. Yeah, that was. So, anything to say about Billy Merchant?
1: No. I mean, he's the one that pointed out that Dwight has the concussion, which is a good thing that he did.
0: Yeah, question. He doesn't know Dwight at all, but he identifies him having a concussion just by him putting up his hand. Uh, But But he did
1: know about the accident.
0: He did know about the accident, but he doesn't bring that up during the meeting. And he also doesn't bring up the handicap parking thing during the meeting but like when he's walking the elevator jim's just with him if jim didn't go with him was he just not going to tell anyone that that guy had a concussion yeah
1: that was kind of weird
0: it's kind of ridiculous that he knew that he had a concussion and jim who's been like huh dwight's acting weird all day and saw the accident and And saw him throw up yeah both of them should have picked up on this a little bit more quickly yeah and then when jim does finally say it he's like he has a concussion, guys, and it's like, well, Billy just told you, but also you should have known because you actually know how Dwight acts normally. But you've seen him like acting weird.
1: It was weird that also that Billy said that moon face kid, like, what does that mean? Oh, I
0: don't know. I was gonna look that up, I forgot moon face, the faces of the moon. No, that's not. <laughs> I put I made a typo and it said F A S and then it said face like it thought i oh my I god put page. Um, moon facies
1: moon feces. what is that close
0: no that that is it moon facies on webmd it's a real thing
1: so it's when extra fat builds up around your the side of your face so i guess it's just like it's like something that makes your face look like longer if you or wider,
0: gradually swollen into a rounded shape. You may have moon faces. Facies? How's that? Doesn't seem like you should be pronounced that way. Also called moon face. This is usually not serious, but it may make you feel self-conscious, which is terrible. Moon faces occurs when extra fat builds up on the sides of the face. It is often related to obesity, but can be from Cushing syndrome.
1: So I guess Dwight has a disability.
0: But. I've... It also just doesn't seem like you should be able to call someone moon face if it's a medical condition.
1: That's what I was thinking, too. Like, Billy? when he said that, I was like,
0: That moon what? face kid. Yeah. The, it's like, I thought it was more, like, endearing, like, toehead.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, like, Being a oh, he's got not a like cute, a like, thing. little, he's got a face that looks like a moon.
0: Well, I guess that is kind of what it means. Because you look like that, that moon from, uh... Goodnight
1: moon. <laughs> you got, like, a chubby face. The
0: one with the missile in its eye from that old movie anyway
1: um but yeah it's just you have a chubby face so that's kind of rude billy get out of here because like
0: toehead is like blonde right yeah but that's not like related to a medical condition of you no. being blonde it's just yeah like, yeah that's weird yeah well i guess billy's not so perfect after all oh and one more question about that interaction is he says someone pe- parked in the handicapped spot and then michael's like "Ooh," but like michael didn't drive dwight must have driven Did he tell Dwight to park in the? I didn't even think
1: about that. Yeah, he probably did. But then also, Dwight can't
0: drive later. And Michael said he can't drive. Uh, So, like, so the concussion guy, because they didn't know, but he drove them all the way back and also presumably stopping to get places. Then he told him to park in the handicapped spot, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: But that's still kind of on Dwight. Um, Except
1: he has a concussion, so he doesn't know
0: he doesn't know anything yeah how convoluted is it when they go to the hospital that michael has to go because he's the emergency contact but he can't drive because he has a burnt foot so then jim offers to drive but then they don't take jim's car which would make like sense they take meredith's car (laughs) why doesn't meredith drive or they they take jim's car it is
1: kind of convoluted and also didn't they change the emergency contact
0: uh michael said to just change it back
1: Oh okay. otherwise it would have been the, the hospital. hospital. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who's going to go with him to the hospital? Oh, no problem cuz that's the hospital.
1: 911 yeah. is the phone number.
0: Yeah. Um
1: It's like when my sister like every time we go to the airport she's dropping me off, she doesn't know if it's arrivals or departures cuz she's like I'm arriving at the airport, but and I'm like no, but I'm departing <laughs> from the airport.
0: Yeah. It's about the plane, not about the car.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what I have to remind her.
0: Well, actually, I made a mistake on that recently, too. But normally, what I like to do, at least in the Albuquerque airport, is to be picked up at departures. Because there's no one up there. They're not really expecting it. Departures is a lot faster. And especially if you get in at night, there aren't any departures at night in Albuquerque. Because it's like the airport closes.
1: That's a good point. So you
0: just go stand up there all by yourself, get picked up super leisurely, and then leave. And they don't, it's, you're not supposed to do that, but there's no real rule they could throw at you to yeah. say why. Like, it doesn't say. Are you,
1: and you're like, no, I'm, it's departures because I'm leaving the airport. That's just, what you could say. Oh yeah, just be like. Because you're just depart- stopping
0: for a second, you know, still. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like when Pam says, hey, would you like a Tylenol or you're being a little fussy?
0: Oh, man. That's, That's like a line.
1: Yeah, that is such a good line. Fussy.
0: Not, tylenol's not going to do a damn thing.
1: I have a bloody stump of a foot
0: um dwight kind of sexually harasses angela in his concussed state. oh yeah
1: like, he does
0: like, like four or five uh madman style pats on the bottom
1: yeah but she's fine with it
0: they are kind uh, of well she's not fine with any of it She's really not fine with him being nice more than anything yeah that's <laughs> she's true. like what is this compliment yeah that's, that's like true. the more offensive part to her um and the, with meredith she's got that van She's obviously drinking still because she's got the flask and everything. Uh, Michael says she has one kid. I think Michael's just wrong. She doesn't have one kid. She has two kids. I thought kids. she only
1: had that one son.
0: She has two kids. Does
1: she have two sons?
0: When they're saying something, you never see the two kids, but they're saying that uh, when they're like coming up with things to say about her on the birthday card, they say she has two kids. And then also, she has that line where she said, I had my second kid just for the vacation time
1: oh right i think i remember but
0: michael probably just doesn't know that because he didn't know anything about meredith when he was asking that so why would he now know everything about her (laughs) that's true i don't think that's a inconsistency i think it's just a lack of thoughtfulness
1: come on michael but
0: he's making fun of her for having a minivan which is uh rude no it's rude uh minivans are like making a big comeback Old minivans on along, amongst the hipster kids.
1: I mean, yeah, because you can put all your band equipment in it. And, yeah, you know your friends. And... Comfy.
0: like at those pilot seats in the back, everyone feels like they're in a small space shuttle.
1: Yeah, or you take those out and you can put an air mattress, and you've got a house on wheels.
0: That's right, a tiny home. Mm-hmm. Hashtag which is tiny also
1: home. yes, which is also a big thing. Yeah, <laughs> but not really. If you don't have any, it's hobbies. actually tiny. <laughs> yeah, true.
0: Like I live very minimalist. It's like, oh great. What do you do? Just read. Oh, I I don't have any books. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you want to go for hiking? No, I don't have any hiking here. I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to get rid of it when I got rid of all my stuff. To
1: afford my tiny home, because you know how much those are. I've seen them on Craigslist. How much? They're like fifteen grand. Well.
0: It's not that bad you i mean just, yeah you but like, you, you need to have like a garage next to it that's the thing. Yeah, like a three car could, garage
1: like you could have you could have a down payment for a house for 15 grand
0: yeah i mean you still got to put your tiny home somewhere and you gotta yeah you it still up to have to buy land and yeah stuff.
1: it's yeah. like it's just anyway
0: wow mean no I'm sorry.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah you should cut that part somebody... out too in case we have any tiny home listeners
0: <laughs> yeah Well, someone pointed out that tiny homes are just basically like like when people have tiny homes, it's basically just like a new RV park. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's just like hipster RV park. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're not that much tinier than they're just like different shape. They're like, oh, it looks like a little cabin.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Cool. It's not aerodynamic.
1: Not like an airstream.
0: No, that is, though. Mm -hmm. Um, Stanley says he's not disabled, which adds up. (laughs) Although he is overweight and has diabetes, but I think we understand what he's saying.
1: Yes, we do.
0: And Pan has a new friend to play with her crappy iPod with and...
1: Calls her Pan. 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 She should have known at that moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she should have been tipped off a little earlier. I guess it's just the apathy of the workplace. It's like none of my business. People want to change their entire personality after they've crashed their car and I saw them.
1: That's weird. Um, Poor Ryan bringing yams and dark meat.
0: Yeah, he had to go to
1: like five different places. The gas station in Carbondale did not have fresh yams.
0: <laughs> and I love when he says four whole dark chicken, dark meat chicken. Ew. But that's, that's not how that works. No, not like at the all. The legs are dark. Like, you can't get a dark meat breast unless you like p- punch it up, <laughs> Ew. get a bruised a little. <laughs> If you bruise the meat, is that more tender? I guess it is. That's kind of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Great. So, is that humane? To, like, punch the out of our chickens before we
1: slaughter? I mean, everything that we do seems inhumane with chickens. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But it's so good.
0: Yeah. And their heads taste great. Ew. No, I don't know.
1: And then um, he brings him pudding, puts a little aspirin in it. He roofies him. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing you do with his dogs.
0: He roofies his dogs. Chocolate. Yeah, aspirin. No, but it's his oh, it heartworm medication.
1: Oh, yeah. You should
0: have uh, given Michael a little heartworm medication, too. <laughs> Ew. Just, just in case.
1: Ew. And Hopefully, does not have heartworm.
0: The last thing we have is Jim, who is like a huge part of this episode, but for some reason did not make a big impact on me. He's, yeah. He's very normal in this episode. He's like. He
1: does seem really normal.
0: He's in like a ton of the scenes, and he like takes him to the hospital. And I mean, I think he's really funny at the beginning when he's making fun of stuff it's he kind of I mean he's the only reason that Dwight ends up actually going to the hospital
1: although there was one moment that I was thinking that was kind of crucial with Jim was um when he says I would like to put Michael's face in a George Foreman girl yeah because they just had that moment together on Bruce Cruz you mm-hmm. know and so um and then I think next week he'll probably want to put his face in there more
0: the only time he the said secret. something that mean or oh, like that uh, mean-spirited antagonistic before it was about Todd Packer
1: right like who has yeah.
0: who has two thumbs and hates Todd Packer so it, it is interesting I mean and I get it because it's like a really uncomfortable but it's
1: position. also like why wouldn't you stand up uh in the meeting and say hey this isn't appropriate you know like he's always is saying it to the camera and it's like okay Jim and like and Billy I don't sticks know. up to
0: herself that's thank true. God and like cuts off that <laughs> mercifully cuts off that sentence
1: that's true but I'm just like Thinking that's a great line, by the way. What?
0: Well, let me stop you right there and leave.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know he is not putting up with anything, but um, yeah, it's just that like the whole Pam Jim relationship is kind of on hold in this episode, and so maybe that's why we feel like he doesn't really have. A lot this kind of, of it.
0: reminds me of things that happen in The Sopranos, where they'd be like building up something, some arc, and then every once in a while there'd be an episode that was just kind of in its own world. So like, yeah. booze cruise happened. And the secret is directly following from Booze Cruise. But they're just not back to back. But this episode could have happened before or after any other episode in season two. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Well, not after the last episode, I guess. Because things have been different between Jim and Pam. But, like, yeah. So, it, it is kind of like a like a little vacation episode. Yeah. But, I mean, Jim did like jump it. in during those other awkward moments during Diversity Day or whatever.
1: That's true. He always is just talking to the camera.
0: Yeah. Well, should we do some, uh, let's do Dundee's first.
1: Okay, my Dundee is going to go to Ryan Howard. Okay. For driving around, taking care of Michael, even though he didn't want to, and then giving him the Tylenol and kindness that healed his foot.
0: And just going for it on the cheese stick.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just going for it. I think that's fair. Who are you going to give it to?
0: I'm actually going to give it to Dwight, because even though he's got brain damage. <laughs> he's really nice. Yeah, that's true. He's heroic. True. Jumps right in to save Michael, even though Michael's telling him he doesn't want to.
1: That makes sense. I like it.
0: And um, I guess that's about it. He, yeah, he, Dwight and Ryan. He doesn't do anything selfish that's not that's his fault, and he doesn't do anything self-absorbed at all. He just wants someone to take care of him. He shows his true feelings for Michael more so than Angela. And,
1: and even before... He has the concussion. He's the one that goes to get Michael.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. When he, like, he's, like, as soon as he finds out, he, like, is runs out of there. But when he goes to get his MRI, oh, his CAT scan, he's actually going into an MRI machine. That's not what CAT scans look like. Oh, really? And also, MRIs are the ones you have to take out all the metal because they'll, like, rip them out with magnets. CAT so scans aren't, aren't... It was the, an the MRI. Way. Yeah, but I think you would get a CAT scan for a concussion, not an MRI. So I don't Maybe know Maybe that's what's just what on. they
1: had available, like... As far as props go,
0: <laughs> some person was not getting an MRI because of that. Yeah. Have you ever gotten an MRI?
1: No, I haven't.
0: I've gotten tons.
1: Really? Yeah. Just for fun?
0: Um. Yeah, I guess so. But there, there were like m- studies that they would do at at oh. school, and you could sign up for them, and like so you'd get to do different things, and you get like a small amount of compensation, but it's just fun. One of the most interesting ones I did was you'd be in an MRI. They the way they can't have any metal in there, so they run tubes out. With like, and you can listen to music, and then, and then uh, there's a mirror above you, and the mirror shines to a computer somewhere else, and then I had like plastic buttons I could press.
1: Oh my god! And
0: so I, I did a few like that where I would like answer different questions, but one of them I would get either I would get fed either sips of beer or or uh, grape juice, I think, to see if I was how it was like affecting my performance on different tasks, and uh, I get to pick the beer, so I got Stone IPA.
1: Oh, my God. Which Yay. Which does not mix so well good. with uh,
0: grape juice. But oh, <laughs> actually, yeah, it was really true. weird because after a few of them, I couldn't tell which one I was getting anymore. Oh it was so weird tasting. But <laughs> They uh, just
1: started mixing them.
0: It was super fun.
1: That sounds cool. Yeah.
0: So I've had a ton of those. And those, they have to tell you if there's any abnormalities in your brain that they find like as a service because they can't be like, holy crap, look at that tumor. Eh, don't bother them. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> don't
0: bother him. So it's kind of nice to know, at least for that period of time, I didn't have any. Obvious brain malformity. <laughs> up now, though. Yeah. You we might be fooled know. by my performance on this podcast.
1: Well, um, my friend had an um, MRI or Cascan or something. And he, you know, you get to like choose the music that you want to listen mm-hmm. to. And he said, Oh, how about some Coltrane? And like they put on this like like little known like um, indie band called Coal Space Train. <laughs> I
0: thought they were going to put on Coldplay. <laughs> Uh well maybe you shouldn't be so cash with your like mri doctor yeah
1: i know i was like put on john
0: coltrane yeah and actually not all those albums are good so let me give you a list
1: yeah exactly when i did i
0: did have to like bring my own music to listen to
1: what did you listen to
0: i think i listened to Big Brother in the holding company. That's the only one I distinctly remember, <laughs> because the MRI is really loud too. That's the thing. Oh, really? It's like, oh, yeah. It clangs and stuff. So you don't really get. It's like nice to not be there in just silence, but you don't really get to enjoy it that much. The machine's yeah. making a ton of noise.
1: Like it wouldn't be a good idea to listen to our podcast during an MRI.
0: You'd miss like uh, the jokes if there are any in that particular episode.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> or also, if you're laughing, they'll be like, "Ah, why are you? Why are you wiggling around? The reading was all wrong."
1: You have to do it again.
0: You'll never believe what part of your brain lit up when you're listening to the Ah, (laughs) off-five. The angry part. (laughs) Like, oh.
1: Okay, what's your rating?
0: We'll do our ratings and then we'll do our rankings. Uh, This one, I'm going to... Pretzel day. Six out of seven. That's
1: what I was going to give it, too. All right, cool. Yay.
0: I'm not going to be mad about us doing the same.
1: Yeah, six out of seven, I was. I really was. Cool. Okay, yeah. I I don't know. I guess I
0: couldn't quite do absolutely I do because I'm saving those for like the like Cream of the crop, like most memorable and best all around episodes, but this one is so funny and just—it's like—it's
1: really good. I almost gave it seven out of seven.
0: I almost did too. It's actually. my
1: favorite episode so far. So on that note, we're gonna do our ranking top ten episodes so far.
0: So how should we start? Number ten or number? Yeah, let's do number ten first.
1: Okay. Mine is uh, Christmas party.
0: Mine is Halloween.
1: This is Halloween. Uh, nine is survival. Email surveillance.
0: Mine is also email surveillance.
1: Nice. Nice. Eight fight.
0: Uh, eight booze cruise.
1: Ooh. Seven Halloween.
0: Seven the fire.
1: Six healthcare.
0: Six hot girl.
1: Wow, hot girl went down so much. <laughs> Five performance <laughs> review.
0: Five Christmas.
1: <laughs> okay. That's what she okay. Said. <laughs> that took me so long. Okay four basketball <laughs> oh no oh my god okay four basketball
0: four performance review
1: <laughs> three dundies
0: three the injury really yeah
1: two client
0: two dundies
1: and then one injury and one client okay so our top three are
0: the same just this, shuffled around a yeah
1: little cool
0: and this tough i don't know i love all three of those so much i probably could have done the injury as number two but i still like the client more because it has more like of a range of silliness but it, i don't know like to me like the client and the injury are almost like opposites like they're both good the client has like a lot of depth and character development going on in both parts the injury ha- has good character development for michael
1: and dwight well he's like of...
0: a different character yeah though. could they um... have kept dwight that way what? Can we just fix Dwight and yeah, have him do that way for that. That would be
1: a good idea. Look at his brain and be like, what do we need to fix? Yeah, like fix
0: the <laughs> sentence part and the driving part. Yeah. Even though that was before. And leave the, the being nice part.
1: Although he was like he was like dysfunctional. Yeah. Um four I have basketball. Are you surprised by that?
0: Yes. <laughs> Very surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I would just literally love that episode. Apparently. Performance review, five, yeah. And what did you have for five? Christmas. Okay.
0: I'll be honest. Maybe we should just go to five next time. Okay. Because I'm having a really hard time keeping the 10 straight. Although if we go to five, it might get to a point where they don't change very often.
1: I know. That's why I think we should keep 10.
0: All right, let's keep 10. And we
1: just got to remember what the episodes are about. That's the hardest thing for me because like email surveillance, I know it's about email surveillance, but it's also just Jim's party.
0: Jim's party and Michael's improv.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, um, you know, I can't even, you know, performance review. Like, that one has so much like Jan and Michael stuff going on, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So. But anyway.
0: Anyway. Great episode. We have our special guest next week.
1: Next episode for The Secret.
0: It might be a little bit delayed, but it'll be the next episode for The Secret. And we're excited about that.
1: And who's our special guest?
0: It's... We should say, huh? Yeah. It's Matt Summer, who is...
1: A big celebrity in the um, Office podcast world.
0: He's a hero and legend amongst Office podcast culture as the former host of That's What She Said, the original Office podcast.
1: And he wanted to talk about The Secret.
0: That's an episode that he never got to talk about on That's What She Said. So if you're a fan of That's What She Said, you've never heard... Matt Summers' thoughts about this episode. Until now, he's played them close to the vest these past uh, twelve years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although you probably could just email him and be like, "So, what do you think about the secret?" But yeah, don't of a do text
0: that. Or like a DM on Instagram. Don't on do that.
1: Don't do that. Listen to our podcast.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the emails, y'all have been sending in, and
1: and be sure to find a business card around Fort Collins.
0: Yeah, we've got business cards.
1: And we also have an Instagram um, that no one goes to. And we also have a Facebook page that some people go to.
0: A couple people. So yeah, join our Facebook listener group called The Finer Things Club. All right. That's been the episode. That's it. You can download songs for only two cents. The only thing is...
1: They're in Russian.
0: Just kidding. Why would they be? (laughs) Okay.
1: You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. You're the man
0: now, dog. That would be a good song to sing instead of happy birthday if you didn't want to pay for the licensing rights. Although I guess happy birthday is now fair use. So it'd be like bringing out the cake. and be like, you're the man now, now dog. dog. You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. <laughs>